Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 45 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of... Opinions. Opinions. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are at episode 45. That is five away from 50. Whoa. Almost at the 50 mark, man. That's crazy, dude. I know, dude. That's uh, that's that's 90%. 90%. 50, the way to 50. 50 days and... Uh, 50 days since we launched. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, 50 yeah, man. Days, we made one every day. 50 days entirely millennial. Whew. So, as always, guys, my name is Adam Hansen. I'm Matthew Lynn. What's going on, everyone? And today we thought we would start by talking about just what's r- really big in the news right now, and that was they finally closed the Russian collusion investigation on Trump <sighs> and concluded yes, that there was no collusion. He, Daddy T did not collude, mm, apparently. Apparently. I mean, two years of an investigation, you they, think would have found something, right? Dude, they tried. They tried really hard. <laughs> we, they really we, did. they, we, country. I don't know. Whoever was trying was trying really, really hard, man. I know. And, dude. Um, you know, gave it the old college effort. <laughs> the old college effort. Right? I think at this point, after two years and. And two FBI directors. Two different ones. Yeah. You've got the, the pimp daddy of all investigators, right? Mm-hmm. If he can't find anything, man. That's what I'm e- saying, dude. Even if Trump did collude, if he really did, apparently he did it so well. <laughs> Do that they... He's innocent. Yeah. He's innocent. So I heard, I, I didn't actually, I haven't really read a lot about it or looked into it or anything, but mm-hmm. is the case like done done? Or I kind I heard that they just weren't going to do any further indictments. No, I think, I mean, there's a, so I've read like you just a little bit on it uh-huh. and there's a, like a couple things that people, you know, just as we thought, you know, the other side's grasping at straws now, you know, saying sure. something wasn't, something was overlooked or something wasn't handled correctly. So I know there was a couple things like I read somewhere that they got a warrant to be able to wiretap somebody's phone or something Uh like that within trump's administration okay and so people are like well what was found on that and like but all of this is basically just people say they want the information from the investigation you know so it's like okay well fine but all you're going to see is the same investigation that this guy had to turn in to say that we didn't find anything but it's like it's almost like people want to go through it themselves and be like oh wait what about this right here right what about this and the people who ultimately make the decision are already looking at it yeah already looked at it and say they don't see anything exactly it's and at this point too it's like you have a lot of people like ocasio cortez of course had to say something about it and i'm sure was just like like well whether trump she said something along the lines of whether trump stays or goes whether he's impeached or reelected, whatever it is you can't deny the kind of following that trump has like hateful following that Trump has developed through his presidency and just it's just bullshit. The other side's so just crying. Just, just hate talk. That in it's itself just is talk. just hate talk. Yeah, exactly. No actual um effect or anything being done, just just being an asshole, just talking shit. But that's really what, all it is. But that's what's so sad. It's it's Congress people talking shit. It's the media 
talking shit. It's like the news story now isn't that, oh, Trump was found innocent. It was, okay, Trump was found innocent, so what's our next move, everybody? Yeah, so what went wrong? Somebody yeah. must have done something wrong. Exactly. And it's so, like, come on. I th- I'm pretty sure in the country, uh-huh. once you get like brought to court for something, mm-hmm. if you're found innocent, they can't bring you to court for that same thing ever again. Right, double jeopardy. Right, yeah. is isn't that a thing? Like yeah. even as a person, me and you, mm-hmm. if you get if you get accused of something, even if you really did do it, right, if the court finds that you didn't and they say you're innocent, they can't bring you back to court. Not yeah, for that. Not for the exact issue. same thing. It'd yeah. have to be something a little worded a little differently, or whatever. yeah, or like taking place at a different time. So yeah. even if they release this report and some genius in his mom's basement goes through it and finds like. There it is. He's guilty. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He was found innocent. Exactly. So whether or not it's right or wrong at this point, mm-hmm. it's over. Yes. Just it's literally a case of move on. It and that's that's what I think. At this point, all the likes the backlash I'm seeing in regards to it. And maybe, you know, this is natural. Maybe it's something that'll blow over in a week as far as the Oh backlash yeah, it's a great news concerned. story right yeah. now. Yeah. But just as you said, everybody just needs to move on. It's over, dude. You know? It's the the court decided. And again, I still haven't seen anything within Trump's presidency that just screams Nazi or screams racist or screams sexist. I I haven't seen him pass anything that says like you know black people can't do this or Mexicans can't do this or. I haven't. You know? I think that you can find anything that you look hard enough for. Right. You can put together pieces in any way to make it into a story. Mm-hmm. But I think he hasn't done anything that he didn't very much say he was going, <laughs> to, going do. to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's yeah, there's definitely no left balls coming out of out of you know what I mean right field or anything. Right. Left balls from right <laughs> <Curve> field. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in reality, right, they're not going to let it go because there's like so much money involved Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. So what do you think is going to happen next? Are they going to investigate Mueller now? I mean, I think the media is definitely going to push for something like that. Right. That would be the next step, right? Yeah. I mean, whether it actually happens or not is another story. But I mean, I think they've already been talking about investigating Mueller because they were saying that like the timing of it. Yeah. wasn't correct. Something about the, the, the attorney general the attorney general changed at the same right around the same time that these findings were put out yeah. that there's no collusion and whatnot. So I'm sure that the next logical step for um for, against Trump would be mm-hmm. to investigate Mueller now and yeah. see did did he in fact get persuaded in any way or right. was there anything that changed or and if and if they end up doing that and if they do that and then trump gets reelected in 2020 which i think he will i honestly as it stands right now i think he will yes then i feel like they're just going to ride this russian collusion train until he's no longer president because what's going to happen is they're going to do an investigation on Mueller then. That's going to take a while. And then whatever happens with that, it's not going to be the end. Then 2020 will roll around. Trump will win again. And they'll go, oh, well, different different time, different election. Time to, right. time to reopen this collusion Make sure case. that there's no collusion in this one. Yeah. So you know what that worries me the most for? Hmm. is Because I agree. I think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So normally when aside accuses a person of something Mm -hmm. over and over and over 
and there continues to be little to no evidence, and they keep accusing that side over and over and over. It's crying wolf. It's crying wolf, but more so it's trying to to keep attention away from something else yes. is what I'm worried about. Yes. So I'm very worried of what's really going on mm-hmm. actually in the real picture. What are these people into mm-hmm. that they may not want to come to the surface? Yeah. Meaning what are some of the people who are more left, who mm-hmm. are are on the train of impeach Trump, get him out of there. Right. They don't have anything on him. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly trying to grasp to get something on someone, it makes me think that maybe you did something that was wrong. Yeah. And that this person could possibly call you out on it and they won't go down with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying one side is better than the other, really. I'm just saying, what what did they do? Why right. are they so worried about keeping the attention on Trump. Well, and I agree with you, and, and I don't even think it's something intentional, right? So I don't right. think the media is saying, like, let's keep talking about Trump so that they don't they can't see what's happening over here. But I think that is a result of what's happening. I remember I went to the gym once with Justin, and the gym has all those TVs up, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, and they have different news stations playing on a few of them. And regardless what the news station was or what bias the news station held, Every single one of them, every time we went, was just, and at the time we were going every day, and every single time it was just Trump, 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 Trump. Right. And it's like, okay, I get it, but, and usually, there's got to be other stuff happening other in the world. There's other things happening right? in the world, yeah. It has to be. And the thing was, the things they were even reporting on sometimes was, I can't tell you how many times, specifically with CNN, I can't tell you how many times I saw like, little comments at the bottom about tweets mm-hmm. about Trump tweeted this, or sometimes it wasn't even Trump. Sometimes it was somebody else, but it's like, are, are, are we to the point where what people post on Twitter is newsworthy now well, to fill an entire that, it hour? It worries me. It worries me <sighs> because it means they want the attention on that rather than something else that probably they can get in trouble for. Mm-hmm. Usually if you're trying to not get in trouble, you don't want to shed light on what you're doing. So did you uh, hear about something big that's happening in South Africa right now, speaking of taking media attention off? South Africa? No, not recently. What's up with them? So there's this, uh, a friend was telling me about this, and apparently there's this group in South Africa right now, I think dubbing themselves the Yellow Jackets or something like that. Okay. But they are like a black uh, militia of like black people, and they're Uh doing something now where they're starting to like really cracked down on white people. So there's been reports oh of white people going to concentration camps. Bro, wasn't that or not, wasn't that apartheid? Didn't they already have a big thing about that one? Isn't well, that what that was? Yeah. Or am I totally insane and so, calling that the wrong thing? So you're correct. There was apartheid, but that doesn't mean that the the you know racism back yeah, and forth yeah. didn't go away. It's no it's resurfacing real it's, bad again right well, now. Well it's resurfacing but it's it's very opposite to maybe what it was, you know, fifteen years ago. Whereas where uh, it was maybe black people that were being like pushed right. aside, now it's white people are being pushed aside. Oh, interesting. So I saw a documentary of There's a, uh, a lot of white people in South Africa, by yes, the way. It's it's it's, it's pretty fifty fifty over it there. Is. It's okay. Yeah. So of the African countries it's one of the more Yes uh, um White ones. There's a there's more white people there than really any other African yeah, cause, country. Yeah, because they used to be owned by Britain. I Britain, they were colony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And uh, 
I saw a documentary about a year ago where somebody went over there, a uh, just some reporter, but they went over there and the whole thing they were investigating was just like how life is now in South Africa after the apartheid. Uh-huh. And he interviewed black people and white people. Uh, specifically, there was a rich black person that he interviewed within whatever the main city is. I think it's Johannesburg. I think you're right, yeah. And they had uh, in the, like super, super... Uh, pompous attitude you know he drove this really nice car you know wore these like designer watches and everything had a good job but he was at this reporter was asking him just in regards to the apartheid and how it's affected like business and things like that and this guy even admitted that if there is a white guy and a black guy going for the same job the black guy is always going to get it Oh, they're not really? going there. Yeah, this this guy was flat out honest and like that's how it works here. Uh-huh. And then they went to where like how we have like ghettos here that are predominantly black people. Well, they have ghettos there that are predominantly white people, but they look like trailer parks, right? How weird. So he went to go visit one of the trailer parks and he was interviewing a bunch of white people there who were saying like they used to have, you know, whatever good job or they were making a decent living and then once the apartheid happened, they all got shot. They all got fired and got shoved into these like just that ghettos. Wow! You know, these, like, lower How? Lower. You see, folks, white people aren't fucked up. Human beings are just a little bit <laughs> fucked up. Human beings are fucked Regardless, up. Regardless, whichever side is more it, um, dominant is going to do it to the other side. It all just it yeah, just happens. It all just depends on the situation, you know. And in this case, it's How the black people doing weird. it to the white people. Yeah. But going back um, to what we were talking about with media. That's not going to end well, bro. No. That's going to become an issue. But going on what we were talking about with the media, where's the reporting on that? We're she, so busy talking about Trump and this Russian collusion hoax and shit that what, we're, we're totally missing out on everything happening in the world. Dude, you used to hear about Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. and OPEC and the oil going on mm-hmm. and – you used to hear about China. Remember China? <laughs> yeah. When they were doing shit and they were going to end the world real soon. Yeah. It was going to be crazy. That doesn't matter anymore, apparently. Nope. No Just more Trump. China. Just Trump. Uh, Israel. They used to shoot rockets at people mm-hmm. and get rocket shot. And almost yeah. every day there was shit. Not, apparently that doesn't matter anymore. And Not talking about it. And it's so funny how you've seen this like switch. Because I feel like there was a time... Where people were, and we just talked about this a little bit the other day. There was a time where we talked about, hey, we need to help us first before we go out and worry about what the other countries and what other people are doing, right? And now I feel like, and I feel like it was more of the liberal side that was saying, let's go out and help everyone. It was more the conservative side that's saying, no, let's focus on what's happening here. On average, yeah, you You probably, yeah. But now I feel like you've seen a switch. Where you have uh, people with more conservative values like myself who mm-hmm. maybe I'm not saying go out there and help everybody else, but I'm at least saying I want to know what's going on everywhere else so I can make that yeah. decision, you know. And then you have the uh, the liberal side now that's sitting there and say, well, let's focus on what's happening here. But they've done it in such an extreme way that we've just forgotten about the rest of the world. And that's so, going to bite us in the ass at some point. Do you think that? Trump does have some merit then when he says that the issue is the media. Since the beginning, since he's gotten elected, he hasn't been friendly towards the media at any point. Well, and I I think he is very correct. But the thing is, I think a lot of people, when they hear that, they think, oh, you just think the— 
you just think that because you're president now and they're talking Absolutely, about you. Yes. But even when Obama was in office, I felt that was the case. You I know? think that actually Donald Trump, like the human being, uh-huh. like actually the dude Donald Trump, mm-hmm. might act really have an issue with the way the media is run in the yeah. country. Um, whether he's right or wrong, I don't mm-hmm. think that it's even like a presidential thing for him. Right. I think that the media has always um, bothered him and always not been run the way that he would like it to be run. Yeah. And I, I think he's always had issues with it. And I and I think he's right to do I so. I think he has a lot of correct ideas about it that mm-hmm. it has gotten a little bit out of control. Well, and I think that's why too platforms like podcast or have really blown up within the last couple of years. Is you think because, they're kind of the new news? Yeah. We're the new, we're the new radio. We've said that well, before. Even Yeah, well, and even if you do like listening to the news, at some point, you know, at some point it gets daunting to just listen to people yell at each other. Yeah. You know, they'll have four people on sometimes with four different windows, you know, on one screen and say, okay, you all have seven minutes right. to Spit tell it us out, your point. And everyone just fights for who can say words louder. And then after that seven minutes is over, they report on something else with Donald Trump and then they do another seven minutes of that. And in between, there's lots and lots of commercial time so they yes. can make money. Exactly. Because that's the most important thing to them. So I think truly, whether you with whatever side of the fence you sit on, I think people are truly just getting exhausted. So, do you think something like along the lines of like Philip DeFranco and his news mm-hmm. um, show that he does mm-hmm. is ha- has more value in that there's actually more information there than watching something like CNN or Fox? Well, not so not Philip DeFranco specifically because he focuses a lot more on like YouTube news. He just visits okay. like main But something stuff. his but yeah, style so, that focused on the lines. news. So like one person out there is Ben Shapiro. Okay, that's, who, there you go. That's yeah. a good example. And he does a podcast every right. like other day, I think. And same thing. He just says, here's what's happened in the news. And then he talks about now, it. Ben Shapiro is the guy who will stand up in front of the crowds of college kids and let the like social justice warriors <laughs> yes. stand up one at a time and do their best yes. to uh, <laughs> change his opinion. He's and, like, seriously, do your best. Yeah. And every single time that I've seen it, and I've watched a lot of these, mm-hmm. every single time they are they end up speechless. Yeah. The kids in the audience are speechless. Because that man is always prepared. You know, he um, he's really fucking actually smart. Oh, he yeah. graduated top of his class. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to a very good school. I'm not sure which one. I hesitate to say which one he yeah, went to. I don't to, know which one either. I do know, I actually found out last night from mm-hmm. Justin that he graduated top of his class. Mm-hmm. He has a crazy fucking IQ. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude actually is an intelligent human being. He's super smart. Whether you believe smart. or agree with him or not. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've noticed with him, and probably a lot of independent content makers, mm-hmm. is that they're less emotional and they're more yes. into actual numbers and facts. Mm-hmm. Um, as as someone like um, Shapiro is talking, mm-hmm. he'll, he won't just say, for an example, this isn't true, but he won't just say, Wisconsin has the lowest um, unemployment rate. Right. He'll say there's only 13,000 people in Wisconsin that are unemployed compared to over 7 million on average in every other state. Like he actually gives you the numbers to prove it. He doesn't just make the statement. And then he'll go, here's why. And then he'll just yes. cite statistic after statistic after mm-hmm. statistic. And then he'll be quiet for a moment and he'll mm-hmm. give the person a, a moment of quiet to right. 
give a rebuttal mm-hmm. and they usually can't do it because yeah. they don't have any actual numbers or facts to go off of because they're just all, emotional about it it's all driven off of emotion and that's a very dangerous way to form an opinion and something like ben shapiro that i really appreciate also that i wish more people in that kind of spectrum would do is Ben Shapiro has always been very honest of how, you know, he's a very, he's Jewish. He's a very religious oh, man. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. He's a very religious That's man. That's interesting. Yeah. Like and I, he does not let that sway his views on eg- things. Let me tell you what. Exactly. Um. You know, and, I, and, I'm ta- and I'm talking about extreme. Like I think he remained celibate until he was oh, he's married. Really? Like, yeah. The Super whole, religious. Whole, but he's always been very good. I'm shocked about, to hear that. See, and that's exactly why. Because he doesn't let his religious beliefs get in way get in the way of, of like his political views. Exactly. That is I have actually more respect for him now mm-hmm. than I did before. I didn't realize that. Yeah, super religious. When you listen to the guy talk, there's you would never think that he is a religious person. You would think he may actually be totally atheist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he well, just he doesn't have any real regard in his political beliefs for that kind of right. thing. Right. Well, and if you ask, if you watch videos where people ask him uh, things that are maybe more opinion-based, maybe uh-huh. opinions that he formed because of his religion, he'll always lead with that. And he'll right. say, well, you know, I'm a, dev- I'm a devout Jewish man, so I believe in this and this and this. But he'll still go, but here is why. And that's statistic, t- statistic, statistic, you know, and he'll list wow. those. You know, and, and he'll say, too, he'll say that there are some things he just doesn't vote vote on because he doesn't have an opinion like i think like the marijuana thing he doesn't vote on because he just doesn't have an opinion about it you know i don't think you should have to vote on everything yeah i think that you should be able to say i don't have an opinion yeah exactly but i think we need more people like ben shapiro out there who sit there and just say here's what happened they can put their emotions aside yeah now one thing that does bother me about ben shapiro that maybe i would like to see more of kind of a philip defranco in him come out Uh is philip defranco is really good about saying here's what happened here are the facts Mm -hmm. and then like the last like three minutes of his video, he'll say, here's what I think about that. Right. Whereas Ben Shapiro, I've listened to his podcast a few times mm-hmm. and he'll, you know, and he'll give the fact, he'll give the facts and everything, but then he'll go, go, you know, like, no, this is stupid. You can't, uh, and I think he gets a little too opinionated. See, I haven't listened to his actual podcast. Yeah. I've only watched the videos of his debates. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that would be kind of nice to maybe see him be a little bit less um, aggressive in right. that way. You know, because I think everybody just gets stuck in the rut where they you know pick a side and then they just feel like they have to defend that side you know till the end. And I think Ben Shapiro right. gets stuck in that also. I but. do think that it's easier to have that mentality though mm-hmm. of the that's wrong, this is wrong. Listen to me when you really have the math to back it up. That's true. Like he's, he is actually 98% sure that he's totally right. Right. You know what I mean? So he's very confident in saying, mm-hmm. no, you're not understanding it. I understand it just fine. Right. And then here's why. <laughs> I, he can explain it. That's very true, yeah. Um, so yeah, some people are just gifted with being able to hold a lot of knowledge in their head mm-hmm. and a lot of numbers and they can just spit it out. And the thing is, you've heard some of Ben Shapiro's videos and stuff like this. And Ben Shapiro is somebody who's been banned from colleges from speaking oh, because really? of his "quote unquote" alt right views, right? Ooh, or I don't like that. Yeah, You're not exactly. supposed to do that. Exactly. But you know? free speech gets super hairy when you're on private property. Yes, 
exactly. But <laughs> but that's you know but that's the argument going on right now with universities too is oh we allow everybody from this side to come speak at it, but we don't allow anybody from this side to come speak at the colleges. You know, and at that point when you're trying to mold young minds. That's when I think. Well, college is very much about, like you said, molding young minds. Yes. And I think each college, some more than others, really do have a um, an opinion about the world. Like yes. the actual entity, the college, thinks a certain way. Mm-hmm. And they prefer the majority of their students to think the same way. Right. Um, and if you don't, they're there to teach you why you're wrong mm-hmm. and why you should think that way. Yeah. Um, it, it gets a little tiny bit brainwashy in some of the colleges. Yeah, well, even just some of the major things that people are, well, majoring in anymore, <laughs> right? Beautifully done, Adam. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. That was great. But uh, <laughs> things like gender studies and... Uh, there's some of the some other outlandish ones out there, but these gender are like, studies. Yeah, that's, isn't there only well? That's something shit, you can, I almost put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> but those are things that you can actually like get degrees in and everything now. It's like, well, it's, apparently there's a lot of genders to study <laughs> these days. So like, I was gonna say, aren't there only two? But shame on me. Shame on you. There's Matthew. many more than there's that. There's like seventy four. Oh, there's a lot. Oh my gosh, um, I just. Maybe they'll study hard enough and get to the bottom of it and figure out the actual answer on all that. Yeah, who knows? It was Maybe. never an issue until like a few years ago. It became oh, a huge fucking word. issue. And then... You want to just dwell, delve into that for a moment, Adam? You want to go there? It just bothers me, man. I think it, it bothers, bothers me a lot of us. So much. I think it bothers everyone except for the few people it doesn't bother. That's Okay, that's it right there. You're talking about... Okay, first of all... A lot of this, I think, is just teenage angst. So I think it's a lot of young people coming out and saying, I identify with this, da, da, da. But when they're 30, they're not going to hold that opinion anymore, right? So that's that's right. my first guess about it. You got your flagships. You got your Caitlyn Jenners. Sure. Okay, there's one or two of those people. Because I know you're in the comments right now, but typing the, away. But the thing is, even somebody <laughs> like Caitlyn Jenner, or Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn You're nailing it, Adam. I, I'm not even meaning to. You're on to. fire. It's just happening. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. C- Caitlyn Jenner. She's not even somebody who's even claiming to be any of the 74 <laughs> genders. She's claiming to just be a woman. A woman. Right? And you know what? I'm okay with that, actually. I'm okay. I can totally accept that if you come up to me and if i call you a man and you say hey just so you know like i i identify as a woman i give you those two i will give you man or or woman woman. we even called caitlin jenner her and she right now it was not a big deal at all because that's how she wants to be called but when you start getting into this like i'm neither a man or a woman or non-binary i'm something totally different no you're not then you're like call me z call me zay it's like no, sorry. Oh, Z and Zay were the, some of the ones, and there's other ones too. Those are just that was just one of the first ones. I don't think that it is disrespectful for someone to refuse to call someone else Z or Zay. Me neither. Because if you choose to be a Z or Zayer, mm-hmm. okay, and you identify as a Z, that's fine. You have mm-hmm. the right to do that. But you have to understand, I have the absolute right to think that that is silly. Right. Okay, I'm not hurting you in any way. I'm not Mm -hmm. attacking you, but I think it's very, very silly. Mm -hmm. And you don't have the right to tell me I must call you something. Exactly. Okay, if you don't want to call me a he and a him, you don't have to do that either. Mm -hmm. Granted, you're kind of a dick. 
And I guess I'm kind of a dick if I refuse to call someone a Z or a Z. What's the big deal, right? right? So it's a little bit of a dick move, but I don't think that it's wrong. Right. Or against any kind of rule. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. I'll do a lot of things to appease people. I mm-hmm. really will. I'll go the extra mile. I want people to be comfortable. Right. But at that point, you're now making me start to feel a little bit uncomfortable about the whole thing. So I was just going to bring that up, too, about the feeling uncomfortable, right? Yeah. So when I'm in, like, a public space or, like, anywhere when I'm not at work, right? So if I'm out in, like, a restaurant or a bar with friends or whatnot and somebody wants to tell me, oh, refer to me as Z or Zay or whatever, Uh you know, I – I have the right to tell you, no, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. Right. You know, we Absolutely. Can, we can go our separate ways from here. Absolutely. But like where <laughs> I start to feel uncomfortable is where somebody who, and again, this is me judging people off of looks, but somebody who comes in who looks like they identify as neither a man or a woman and something else entirely, right? Right. Because I'm somebody at my job where if a man comes in, I'll say, here you go, sir, here, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Uh-huh. Brother, how's it going, yeah, bud? Whatever. Wom- woman that comes in, dear, darling. Hey, you hon, know. how's it going? You know, so then I feel uncomfortable simply just because now when I have somebody who walks in like that, who I feel like I don't know what to refer to them as, I feel like I now I have to tiptoe around what I say to this person and how I say yes. it because God forbid if I let darling slip or sir slip. You've offended them. Exactly. So now you're walking on eggshells. That's not right. And I know and I know to an extent I'm making assumptions that this person may react negatively to whatever it is I call them. Because you've had cases where that has happened. That's right. been your experience in the past. Exactly. So you assume it will be the experience again. Exactly. So at one point, who's who's supposed to feel more comfortable than the other? You know what I mean? I would say that it's that person's responsibility to make the people around them feel more comfortable. Yes. Because it's utilitarian. Mm-hmm. There's more of them than there are of you. Yes. You still get to be who you are, and mm-hmm. you cannot be harmed or hated or discriminated mm-hmm. on. But it's your duty to make the room comfortable with you. Yeah. And here's an example, a personal example of myself. Okay. I have Tourette's. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have not vocal Tourette's, but I have twitches right. that I do. And most of them are in my face. Mm-hmm. So I nod my head a lot. I twitch a lot. Mm-hmm. I, Especially, you know, if I'm out drinking or something, it, it can really get kind of wild. I can do a lot of twitching. Right. It is not everyone who I'm with. It's not their responsibility to ignore it. Mm-hmm. It's not their responsibility to ask me, hey, are you okay? Right. I feel that it is my responsibility before mm-hmm. it even becomes a stigma for me to tell everyone, hey, I got Tourette's, guys, and make a little joke out of it. Make people right. break the ice about it and understand that I might be the first person someone's ever met who has Tourette's. Mm-hmm. So they might say something kind of fucking ignorant. Right. And I can't really get offended about that because they're learning. They're trying. Exactly. Same deal with this gender thing. Mm -hmm. You might be the first person someone has met who doesn't identify as him or her. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to conduct themselves. So we might say some ignorant shit. Right. And you kind of just have to assume that it comes with the territory a little bit. Yes. You know what I mean? No, I agree with you. And I think there are too many people out there that automatically respond with anger or yelling or whatever it is, you know, getting offended so quickly. Whereas just as you said, some people are just plain ignorant, you know, some people don't know. Yeah. They just don't know. So if 
So the way to make your if you're if you're if the end goal of this group of people is to be more accepted in society, mm-hmm. then you have to be kind and understanding of people's yes. un, you know not understanding. You have to you. teach society. Don't shun them for not understanding yes. you. Teach them about you. Show them that you are acceptable. And the second, not that I, not that I'm saying you're unacceptable. You know right, what I mean? Right. I, I really, truly have no actual problem with it. No. I don't think that they should be punished or anything. They're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just saying that be a little bit more understanding about the whole thing. You are yeah. the one that is acting against the grain of what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. So there's some responsibility that comes with that. Yeah. And I agree with you. And I, it really bothers me the kind of climbing you see now because all you're doing is making people hate you. The more you push against people, the more people are going to want to just naturally push back. You know, and right. they, no one they, wants to be told that they're wrong. Yeah, and they may have been very willing to accept you or call you whatever it is that you wanted to be called, but the second that those, you know, the second that somebody calls you something you don't, and if your first mode of response is like, "Excuse me, but I'm a Z or a Z, I would rather use the correct pronouns," so people just don't want to do that. They don't want to deal with that. Um, <laughs> Since we've already gone down this rabbit hole and we're in it, um, uh-huh. let's let's just keep going. Do you think that this whole multiple gender thing, the discovering your gender, do you think all that is a fad? Or do you think that that's around to stay now? That that's it, just a people thing now? I think, so I do think it's a fad, mm-hmm. but I think it's an important fad to get acceptance later on. So an example, okay. So an example I can use is what I experienced in high school uh, among people was there was kind of this weird fad going around of being gay or bisexual. We're so, similar in age. Okay. And we went I was going to say, I don't know if you experienced the same thing. The but... bisexual thing was very, very big during high school yes. years for me. And, yes. and I have many close friends with me, who, uh, with me now who went through that stage and mm-hmm. are very straight, you know, now. Right. And, uh, and so what I, th- but the reason why that fad existed was because that was very much in kind of the early stages of gay acceptance, right? It's okay right. for gays to be married, don't use gay as an insult, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And so th- I think that fad then went away, but it changed into something much more as this generation got older. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's happening now. I think it's a fad amongst a younger crowd, but it's going to turn into a movement. <laughs> Oh my god, I just drowned in my coffee. <laughs> Jesus, I'm so sorry. I literally Jake took way too big of a gulp and drowned. I'm good. Continue. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> and it's I so I think it's going to turn into a movement of acceptance later on. Maybe in a way maybe a way that's not different genders. Maybe it's something different, but I think it always transforms into something else. I wonder because I agree. I wonder what the thing's gonna be though. It's almost like it doesn't exist yet what the thing is going to be to be accepted. Well, I think the problem is the people who have started this fad aren't pinpointing anything. Right. So what we've done is if it focused on like trans people, right, which is kind of where okay. it started. I would say that you're correct. You know, if it started and ended with trans people, that would be one thing. Then we could work of, for transsexual rights. Exactly. You know, but it just it never stuck with any one thing. No, they, they kept going on. And then so now it became this point where I remember the last time I actually checked on the the number, there was like 74 genders listed I th- that you could list yourself as, I think, on Facebook. 
you know it's like it's like they society was in this weird fight for um gay equality gay rights uh-huh. you know that whole movement and then enough generations went by and the millennials came around and really it was it was i mean i guess it was a little bit of the xers or would it be Y? The ones before us. The ones before Xers. X. It's kind of started with them. Maybe a little Very bit, accepting. Yeah. You know, our my older sister, 10 mm-hmm. years older than us, Justin's A's. Yeah. And then during our days, the millennials is really when it took off that you could just be gay. It's not a big deal. No one cares anymore. Yes. We live with gay people. We love gay. It's not a big deal anymore. Mm-hmm. So they got their rights, right? They even almost went so far as Obama almost signed an executive order to make it the law of the land that the whole country it was legal for gay people to get married right and they stopped because they said no that's against the constitution the states have to decide no that happened i don't think that they actually signed the executive order did they no i think they did because you can still have states where it's illegal well i just read well i think i think now you can vote against it being like not okay. being it, di- legal. it didn't become but the American think... law, though. It didn't go into the Constitution. No, no, no. It no, didn't go into the no. Constitution. No. Okay, so the states still have their sovereignty. Right, but I don't think that. anybody's voted ag- like against gay marriage at this point in any of the states. That hasn't happened yet. Okay, but, but so yeah. th- the whole point is very widely accepted. Yes. You know, so the movement was basically over. Mm-hmm. They won. They got it. And it's almost like people weren't ready for the movement to be over. Right. Like, So they were like, well, we're going to restart it up again. Mm-hmm. Because basically, transgender, Zers, all these different gender things, we already fought for all that. We did the gay rights movement. It, that would all, and I understand I'm using the wrong word. If you're a transsexual or bisexual, it doesn't, you're not gay or whatever. Right, right, right. But the whole encompassing cloud of right. everything that is not heterosexual has already mm-hmm. been accepted. Yes. You're in. You're in society. What more are you fighting mm-hmm. for? And I agree with you. <laughs> and, and honestly, I think where it all got very gray was the conversation about the bathrooms, right? Oh, I remember the because bathroom thing. Here, because here's what it ended up happening and this is why I didn't even understand this was a motive that argument really was in the, the first beginning. place. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because what happened was now first of all, it shouldn't have been anything to begin with, because I have definitely gone into a man's bathroom before and I have definitely seen somebody in there who looks like they were a woman at one point. Uh-huh. But at this point you could tell they were clear like they clearly went through whatever changes they need to to became become a man. Uh-huh. You know, and like I mean no, and I was in a bathroom with a bunch of other men also and nobody was like you know castrating this person right you're not really uh, in there for that yeah kind of just in there to pee and get out it really just became (laughs) yeah so so really the normal was if you look like a girl you went into the woman's bathroom and if you looked like a boy you went into the man's bathroom right but now what you had was you had people that look like you and i who if you look at us we both clearly look like men yes and you had people like you and i going well i identify as a woman I would like to use that bathroom. I think that's still the rule. I think you that know. did become the law, didn't it? Well, it, some places passed it. So I know Target, for example, p- passed a policy saying that you can use whatever I, bathroom you want I'm pretty you sure in now. some places you can still do that, dude. Just go to WebRite. You know my solution to that? I solved the whole thing the next day. And no one will ever know because I'm Matt Lynn and there's 16 <laughs> people who listen to this. But I solved it the next day, guys. Make every fucking bathroom a one-person bathroom. Yes, And then I agree. you never have an issue 
ever again. Yes. Of, and, and quite frankly, we're all a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you much rather be able to lock the door and be in your be in the bathroom for a minute by yourself? Yes. Fuck yeah. I agree with Zero you. Zero issues. Anyone can use it. There I, you go. I think soon after the debate even happened, that I think that's even what the UK was talking about. They, I think the just UK came out and was like, why are you guys doing this? Because I think the UK, they're all just unison bathrooms. Dude, the concept of peeing yeah. next to six other dudes is fucking weird anyway. Yeah. I would much rather <laughs> wait in line and then right. go when you're done. I can yes. hold it for the two minutes it takes to have the, the 30 seconds by myself. Right. You know what I mean? Even at the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, just get up and go pee two minutes before you would have before. Yeah. And the perk is you get it all to yourself. <laughs> Exactly. I've never liked stalls or, or urinals. Or mm-hmm. Fucking weird as shit to me, dude. You just do those. I won't one use them this day. I'm 26 years old. I've used a urinal maybe three times in my life. <laughs> really? I swear. It's never been your thing. Fuck urinals. They're weird. <laughs> they are. A just little peeing weird. on the wall. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. It's so weird to me. We just pee into this porcelain wall thing with arms on it, and then it just. Fuck that. I'll use the toilet. Just use the toilet, I just want right? the stall. Yeah. To be fair, as I've gotten older, I've been more like that now, where I'm just like, if there's a stall available, I'll always just use the stall. Just like, okay, I'll it. answer this question if you answer this question, Adam. It's going to be an embarrassing one. Okay. When you were a little kid, little uh-huh. boy, okay, like six, uh-huh. little, were you the little boy who pulled his pants all the way down to his ankles to pee? So I pulled my pants. (laughs) So I actually had a reason for doing this when I was younger. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I pulled my pants all the way down, but I didn't pull down my underwear. And the reason why I didn't was because I had Batman underwear. So I always wanted to show off Batman on my fucking ass. (laughs) That's amazing. So I would constantly be told not to do it that way, but I'd just be like, oops, look at my Batman underwear. That's great. <laughs> so that's why I did. I was always trying to show off my superhero underwear. That's amazing. <laughs> I did it just because I was worried of peeing on myself. Really? Yeah, I was. I was a full pants all the way downer until I was like twelve. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think. I think when I first started doing that when I was younger, it was initially like <laughs> I was, you know, because you were, you'd be at a like a urinal thing with like there'd be two urinals on either side or whatnot. So you'd be with other, you know, five year olds, mm-hmm. and everybody else was just pulling down their pants all the way down. So you're just like, all I right. Know, I don't know if girls know about this. It. There's a stage in every young man's life when they're a little boy mm-hmm. where you pull your pants down to your ankles to pee. Yep. <laughs> but you don't sit. You still stand and pee. Yep. You just pull your pants all the way down. You're just like whatever. It's weird. No Shane. Yeah, we just don't understand until we get older. <laughs> well, when you think about it, when you're when you're growing up and when you're first potty trained, I mean, you don't really ever see a urinal, I think, until you go to school. You know, maybe if your mom takes you to the bathroom, you know, when you're at the supermarket or something. Urinals but, are just so weird to me. They're, they're like just, an alien thing. They're like, just... I What really bothers me about urinals is just how easy it is for somebody next to you to like... To like cut your butt. To touch your butt, to <laughs> peek, whatever, whatever it is. There's, there's no privacy in the men's bathroom, dude. No, there's none not. at all. There's they literally none. just pee on the wall. Women sometimes have a fucking couch in How their bathrooms. So the place I work, 
the the two bathrooms are side by side. You have lovely bathrooms. And I'll see too. people, and I'll see people, uh, women walk into the women's restroom, and right there at the fucking door, you just see a fucking couch with little pillow, throw pillows, and a everything couch. on it. Why the fuck would they need a couch? I uh, know. I'm sure. I'm sure it has something to do with like mother's nursing or something. But the point is, they have a fucking couch. What's strange to me is that to get to the bathroom where you work, mm-hmm. you have to go through a very specific hallway. That is kind of out of the way. You have to you have to seek out the bathroom where <laughs> yes, you work. Yes, a little bit, yeah. And on your way to the bathroom, there's like a little waiting room in front of it with couches. Yes. There's literally like six couches in there. <laughs> yes. So they need another one in the bathroom? Yeah. There's one right outside the bathroom. Yeah. That there's yeah, there's one in the women's bathroom. So weird. I know. So weird. Like I said, I think. What it's, are they doing in there? Like I said, I think its purpose is for women nursing, but like, I still want a fucking couch in my bathroom. I want to be able to just sit down and Hell chill. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever. We have a we have an ottoman in our bathroom. That's true. At we the Millennial House, <laughs> we have a full. It's like an old school Gucci like fifties ottoman too. It's nice. That's true. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um. How old were you when you discovered that there was a hole specifically designed into your boxers for you to pee out of? Oh, I don't remember. Did you catch on to that quick? No. I was in my 20s. No, I I was definitely like early 20s when I figured that out. I think I was definitely a teenager when I figured it out. And then after I figured it out, I was like, I I tried doing it like like getting in the habit of using that for a Uh while. And then I was just like, well, fuck it. I've been doing it this way my entire life, so I'm just going to keep doing it this way. So I've dubbed it the pee hole. The pee That's hole. what I call it. It's basically what it, it is. Um, and I love it. Ever yeah. since I've discovered the pee hole Use it at all the like time. 22, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever not used it. It's no. the greatest invention ever. I just Minimal effort to peeing. I just couldn't get in the habit of using it. Like I tried, oh, like I tried to be very conscious about always using it and stuff like that because like, okay, well, I mean, it's here. I might as well use it. But I will specifically buy pants, mm-hmm. like pajama pants that have the buttons for the, for <laughs> so, the, that, so that both layers right? of my bottom are mm-hmm. covered with Garments that have pee holes. I will specifically use it. <laughs> what an I'm... eloquent way to get around. <laughs> <laughs> I will specifically use it if I'm like dressed up, like if I'm wearing a suit or something. I have a bunch of shit oh, yeah, tucked I think that's in. What it was you know, for. like that's when I'll use it. Yeah. But like, no, if I just got like jeans on or whatnot, what the fuck ever. Oh no, I love it. I yeah. think it's great. whoever invented it, you had a great day when you invented that. You ladies out there are learning a lot about. Do you think the girls know that? Yeah, I don't. I don't think no. they have that in theirs. I mean, maybe mothers do because I well, feel like at some do, point, you know. Clearly, but no, but like, yeah, we got holes in our underwear, guys. Only in the front, so not know. in the back. There's no poop hole. You're you're learning a that's lot about genius, men in the way that we go to the bathroom. Bro, that's a million and... dollar idea. What the pee hole? No, the poop hole. The poop hole? Yeah. Ooh, I feel like it'd get messy real quick. Well, if you have, well, like, explosive diarrhea. Well, you wouldn't use it in every scenario. But just to have I mean, if you those... have a bladder infection, how you don't do you... use the pee hole. But how, but like, how, but how do you, how would you know, though? Like, so I have definitely had poops oh, where I know. I'm, like, I know. So I'm when I'm it. walking in the door, I know what it's going to be. <laughs> do you? Yes. Oh, I have somewhere I'm just My like, My body oh. speaks to me. I have somewhere I'm just like, oh, I, I have to poop. And then I sit there, it's like, <gasps> just really? like a fucking machine No, gun. I usually know well in advance. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Sometimes I'll put it off because uh-huh. I'll be like, Mm-mm, I don't want to deal with this. Right <laughs> I can't go. Sometimes it'll morph too. If you hold it in longer, it'll morph into a different kind. <laughs> that's true. So it's like missing the bus. You know, a different bus will come around eventually. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's true. You yeah. know. Oh, poop. <laughs> See, we're all the same. We all we all poop. 
you know? We, Whatever girls, gender. Girls don't poop. Oh, that's right. Girls don't poop or fart. That's been scientifically proven. Mm-hmm. This girls fart. Girl. Oh, they fart. They got nasty farts. Don't let them fool you. They, they don't poop. The, that's, the, that's the time you always know you've gone far enough and like when you're in a relationship with a girl when that girl finally reaches a point where she farts in front of you whether it's an accident or not poo- like not pooping in front of you <laughs> farting in front of you <laughs> although you do get to that point eventually. <laughs> if yeah. for any of you have ever lived with anyone you, you know. already know that if you haven't lived with someone yet a significant other expect that when you move in with your boyfriend or girlfriend you're going to poop in front of them eventually it's going to happen it always probably happens. the next day <laughs> probably the next day mm-hmm. You're going to shower together and you're going to poop together. Oh, man. This, it's so it's true, just life. Though. It is life. <laughs> it is life. But anyways, so we've we've talked a lot about pooping in bathrooms and pee Yes, holes. we've digressed greatly. But digressed greatly. But anyways, but going on with like the, the trans stuff and thing, I oh. – I, I just think jump right back onto that train. Just yeah, just to just to at least conclude it, you know, as far as what it's going to turn into, I I think if it stuck with the trans thing, it would have been fine, and I think you would have gone whatever movement you were planning out of it. But now that we're focusing so much on like everybody can be one of seventy four to a thousand genders, Jeez, you know, yeah. I think it's just it's gonna die out. I, I think so too. It's gonna die out, and and it's gonna be sad because the people that then consider themselves, you know, to be anything aside from the two genders, well, you're going to get exactly what you were fighting to not get. You know, you're going to get, uh, you know, possibly ridiculed or not as accepted in places as maybe you'd like to be, because this is the way that everybody decided to go about it. True. So, it's sad, but, I mean. I wish them the best. I don't hate on anyone for anything. If that's your flavor, then go for it. Like, I would still be friends with mm-hmm. those people. It's not a big deal. They yeah. just have to be understanding that I'm not going to call them that. Yeah. Be you understanding. Know. Be kind, people. You know what else is interesting, though? On a little side note here before we kind of wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, I read – I was reading the news today. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the real news. But it wasn't the fake news either. It was like if you take your phone on uh-huh. the main screen, you swipe to the left. Right. I discovered this a few weeks back. There's a whole, like, your phone will tell you about all the things that you're interested in. Because uh-huh. it keeps track of every fucking thing that you Google <laughs> and look up. It's true. So it'll just remember that. And it'll be like, hey, here's some cool shit going on in the world that's related to what you like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very into Tech 9 the rapper. Okay? <laughs> I listen to Tech 9 a lot. He's great. Strange Music's Tech 9 Because apparently that matters. You have to distinguish that. (laughs) So I am very into Tech 9 from Strange Music. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, the other Tech 9 died today. There was another one. There's a different one. You never specified who that Tech 9 was. He's Tech number 9. Just with a nine, right? But like, but like, who is he? Like, or what is he? So he was called a. He they call him a battle rapper. Oh, it's still a rapper. He's a rapper. That's why it was so confusing. The so fuck? the moral of this whole story, guys, because you're all getting confused. I can feel it through the microphone. I love Tech Nine, and I read an article that said Tech Nine died, and I was like, "What the absolute fuck?" Because he's—I just saw videos of him. He looks nowhere near death. So uh-huh. I was like, "What the hell happened?" I'm reading through it, and they're like, "We don't know what happened. We don't. We found him. He was just dead. There's no harm to his body. We have no idea what's going on." And about four or five paragraphs into the article, like mm-hmm. well into the article, they started out by saying, 
Tech Number Nine, not to be confused with Tech N9NE from right. Strange Music. So they waited until like the fourth or fifth paragraph to tell me that it wasn't the Tech Nine I was thinking of. It's the one no one's ever heard of. Yeah, that's not clickbait. I don't know what is. Dude, I was pissed. I was like, how dare this article lead me so far astray? What what kills me is because because I didn't know that this Tech Nine, the number nine, yeah. I didn't realize that was a rapper, right? I thought he was maybe a rapper. That was somebody else. Yeah, no, he was a battle rapper. So what kills me is what fucking rapper out there mm-hmm. was like. I, f- I found a really cool name from dog. It's gonna be. We're gonna name myself Tech Nine, bro. There's a there's already a rapper out there called Tech Nine. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna be Tech and then the number nine. Like, they were like, bro, he's already got the number nine in his name. He literally spells it Tech N number nine right. N E. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, man. He's like, no, just, I'm just gonna take the letters out of it, bro. Just the number. <laughs> like, come on. And you know, no, and nobody knows who that battle rapper is. You know, that fucking news site was just trying to fucking create. Nobody. Fuck. The only people who know who he is is probably people who found him by looking up the other Tech Nine, mm-hmm. and his video popped up. But that's news for you, folks. Speaking that's about news. all the news and all that, your beloved news. Yeah. Sometimes they're clickbaity. One th- uh, one thing to finish up this conversation here is uh, d- just to end on a more lighter note, or oh, sure. I-, I guess kind of a lighter note. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to see the trailer for this new movie, Us? Yet the Jordan Peele movie, the new like horror movie. I did, but I do not remember it at all. But I, I remember that I saw it. I just watched it for the first time yesterday. What do you think? And it makes me really want to see it. Oh, it looked good. Yeah. Well, speak about it a little bit. Maybe okay. refresh my memory. So for so I I constantly have been hearing about it. You know, I just hadn't gone around to watching the trailer anytime soon, and I finally got around to watching it yesterday. And I found out why the movie is called specifically Us. Okay. And it follows this family. So a mom, dad, uh, daughter, son. And all of a sudden they're at their house and they look out the window and it's late at night and they see these four people standing there, uh, like uh, just standing there looking at them. They're like, what the hell? And the dad Mm -hmm. goes out. This is all in the trailer. And the dad goes out there and is like, you know, what the fuck are you guys doing? And then they all kind of like split up, like in a very weird kind of disturbing way. And like Uh the, the biggest, the tallest one of them starts walking toward them. And then it cuts to the actual family sitting there on the living at their living room on their couch mm-hmm. and the four people there and the four people are all wearing these uh, red jumpsuits, but they're them. They're, oh, they're, shit. they're the family, uh-huh. but they're just like, but we don't demon, know where they're from. A demonized version of the family. So oh, like, you know, it, so it would cut weird. to like, so it, like the son of theirs, it, like on the, the evil son is like a gimp. Uh-huh. Like he's like down on his, you know, all fours oh, and everything. No. And then like the mother uh character is like sitting on the couch crying, but then the the evil mother version is like up on the couch, like smiling and like giggling and stuff like that. Oh wow, that's crazy. So as and fuck. then there's the dad and then there's the daughter. So So we just know there's copies of everyone that are super creepy. Yeah, exactly. We don't know why or where or anything else. Right. Love it. I want to see it. I want to see it, too. I want to see it. That sounds amazing. That's why it's called Us. I have to know. (laughs) Well, and it's Peel, so Mm -hmm. who the fuck knows where it's going to go? It could go anywhere. Does he act in it? 
I don't know if he acts in it, oh, but everybody's shame. talking about the 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 ending. Everybody's talking. Of, there's a lot of stir about the ending and how the movie oh, ends. I wish he acted. Dude is so, a phenomenal I know, actor. I know. He's so good at acting. I would love to see him play like a villain in a superhero film. I think he would do great. As, or really just a villain in any film, honestly. I think He almost plays a female better than a male. <laughs> a little bit, he yeah. He almost does in any kind of role, which is just great. Like Megan. <laughs> he plays such a good female character in anything. He does. He does. Uh, the dude is just funny as fuck. He's quick. He knows right when to say the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like You can tell he's probably done a lot of improv Um practice in his life a lot of improv and the fact that he's the one picking up twilight zone and then seeing like the trailer for us and then watching the movie get out you can oh, definitely tell is... he's like he's like they're gonna be the alfred hitchcock of our time well as long sure. as he doesn't fuck up this is the year yeah. of peel for sure yes so if he has if he nails it this year he'll be the, he's the next spielberg yes so i'll just have that career forever i i hope he does well Jordan i Peele, hope he does too bro if you're listening man big fan bro big fan <laughs> come on the show sometime we love you we love you all right guys thank you so much for listening to today's podcast we always appreciate our listeners i hope you enjoyed this uh bit of a more political discussion yeah uh just expect as we get closer to the 2020 elections that there's just going to be a little more of these it's important to talk about so far you guys like them yeah so all right guys remember you can follow us on all the social media accounts the twitters the instagrams the facebooks we do have a update coming out for you guys soon it will be up before april 1st that you can count on and any final thoughts matthew uh we love you guys thanks for listening we'll catch you again tomorrow morning awesome Bye-bye. bye bye